Sweet Prashad Iseka. Hey guys, welcome. Welcome, welcome. First episode of Prashad Isekai. I'm Mikey. Yeah, that's Mikey over there. I'm Jay. Uh, so yeah, so we're anime fans, much like anybody else listening to this podcast. Uh, but we we've often sat around just theory crafting, discussing, talking about anime, and we just kind of got the idea to record what we talk about and just put it out there. Yeah, because you know, always talking about things, we we always tend to kind of predict what's going to happen. You know, you know, I would say, say we have a pretty good success rate. rate. You know, we, you know, we watched so much, so much in the past. We've read so much. We can pretty much kind of harness the mind of the mangaka. You know. And so for this episode, our first episode, one of my favorite genres, we're going to talk about Tokyo Revengers. Yes. High yes. school, middle school, just delinquents in general. I don't know why I have a fascination for it, but Tokyo Revengers is so good. Yeah, but you know, it comes with a little twist. You know, there's, there's more to it than just being a group of delinquents. You know, of course, that's kind of the world that they're in, but there's, there's a little bit of a sci-fi factor here. Yeah, it's like if you take this uh, basic high school delinquent movie or show, like Drop, Crows, I mean, these are all Japanese movies, or just anything, it's just, and you throw in the butterfly effect, that old Ashton Kutcher movie. And so the whole synopsis is a guy, a kid gets pushed into a train, gets brought back in time to his middle school self and starts wanting to change history to save his, essentially save his girlfriend back then. And this, the newest episode, episode four is just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys haven't checked this show out, I definitely recommend it. I mean, it's into the first season, new to the, the, the spring catalog, catalog is definitely something that it's, it's worthy to look it into. It's, it's only four episodes in, in so uh, do yourself a favor. Uh, get, get a Crunchyroll account. I think it's on Funimation as well. Uh, I have to double check, but I know if I'm watching it through Crunchyroll. Um, definitely for, for sure Crunchyroll. We'll double check on the Funimation, but um, check this show out. It's, it's, it's great. So, so get, get into, into the meat of this, of this newest, newest episode. episode. And if you, you haven't watched, watched uh, Beware, spoilers. This, this newest one. Ah, oh, so, so much, so much happened. And it starts off with a story back 12 years in the past. And the main, main character, Takamichi, he's having a little moment with his girlfriend. And we as you already know, if you watch this point, point traveling to and from the future to the past, which is actually specifically 12 years into the past, that 
is triggered, triggered by the hand touching of the main character Takamichi and his girlfriend's younger brother. Yeah. Younger brother now Naoto. And instead of in the moment he's having a romantic moment and this is Oh, you're talking about the root scene. Oh, that's yes. that is so hilarious. Yes. It, this show comes with a lot of seriousness, a lot of, you know, uh, definitely heart-pulling string moments, but there's definitely comedy mixed in, and I think that a lot of animes for me, you know, if comedy's not really incorporated into the series, into the story some way, in some fashion... I don't really, I don't, I don't really find, find too much interest into it. It, it definitely keeps, keeps me going, um, and this hits home for me. Just, just like he's in the moment, moment and you know, you gotta, gotta remember, remember he's like, like you know, fourteen, maybe, maybe fifteen. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think it's in between thirteen and fifteen age range. Yeah, yeah so, so he's he's, he's right, right at the adolescent age. age. He's, he's puppy love. He's head over here with this girl. And he's staring out into the, the night, fireworks, there's a festival, festival going on. On top of the roof of their apartment complex. The girl he likes, she likes him. Gets the idea to go hold her hand. He's, he's, he's trying, trying to show his bravado. And he's like, like put a hand, grabs it. it. And he's, he's like, like, this is such a nice, nice moment. moment. He looks over. And it's the, the little brother. brother. <laughs> oh my god. Little brother looks at him, what are you doing? It's like it's like, bro, come on. Yeah. So, but yeah, but then by doing that, like he gets brought back to his future self. You start he start learning more about like how much like every time he goes back to time, what changes and like how things affect and like you come to find out that time is linear, like so if he's in the past, in his past self, his adolescent self, for like four days, his body is essentially, what, comatose for like that same amount of time? Yeah, in a suspended animation. Yeah, there you go. That's the word. Yeah, he's, he's just in suspended animation, like a body without a soul. Yeah. And like, it's, it's crazy. There's like so much that could happen, so much you don't know, like... Just the little thing he changed just changed the life. Like his friend, um, what's his name? Akun. Akun, yeah. Red pompadour, red-haired pompadour, like best friend. Both he definitely seemed closest of all the friends. Yeah. They had a better connection. It's like you, you found out that like in his original timeline, I guess you could say, he ends up going to juvie for murder. He, yeah. And this guy, the, the guy from, I forget his name. Toman. Toman. Yeah. He, he was, was kind of like, like a lower level lackey, but, but he, he was, was the head, head of their Takamichi's group. Like, yeah, yeah they're, 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 they're kind of their district. Yeah, they're essentially kind of the lackeys, the gopher. Um, I guess, what was it in Korea? They called the, the bus. The bus. Yeah, yeah the bus boys. Bus boys. Yeah, and yeah, Korean, uh, Korean delinquent shows, but yeah, so it's like they were just bullied and they got tired of it. And Akun was just gonna get to the point. He's like, I'm just gonna kill the main guy that was like ruling over him. 
Yeah, yeah but that's, that's what, what I was saying. saying. What's, What's interesting, interesting is, is even, even though, though he changed, changed the past, he, he, he Akun didn't end up stabbing the Toman guy. And, and he actually didn't end up going to Juvenile Hall for stabbing him. him. We, we found, found out when he went back to the future after touching Alto's hand, he found out that even Alto's, he's a policeman. He's got records on all of the Tokyo Manji gang. So his data didn't change. But when they looked him up and who this Akun character was, turns out, he didn't end, end up stabbing him, Tobin, and he, he actually, actually ended up becoming a a, a big character in the upper echelon of Tobin's gang, which is now under the Tokyo Manji gang. They're all part of the same tree, and um, that's what I think find more interesting is that I think the main character Takamichi. And his, his girlfriend's, girlfriend's little brother, brother Nalto, they share a connection in this time traveling, some way, some fashion. It has to. Because why didn't his police work change if he changed the past of him doing the act of stabbing Tobin? Why did his police records still show him in handcuffs going to juvenile hall? But when, when they look, look him up on the internet, he's a different character. The story did change in the future. I'm assuming it has to do with, I think, when they... I don't know if it's the data. I think the data has actually changed. But I just think based off their memories, because uh, like, I think it was episode two or three, they just, for like weeks, just gather information on the Tokyo Manjin gang, Memorized everything, memorized the leaders all the way down to their henchmen, and got details. And I think from this point, it's like they, I think it's just more on memory rather than the data itself that changed. That's like, oh, wait a minute, this is different. Like, there's no longer that his friend killed or stabbed Tomen. It's like, it's more or less as now it's like he is now a upper echelon member, but it's like now it's like figure out what changed all that. Yeah, and and then we lead into them coming across Akun's phone number for something, some old you know black book that the main character Takamichi had. Come on, you gotta you gotta think of it. This this is like. When he was in his middle school years, it's like that's when cell phones first came out. So nobody really they probably had, had flip phones, phones you, know, you know, like the old Nokia flip, flip phones. phones. No, but I mean back then, it's just true. I just remember when I was younger, it's like I had to write phone numbers down and to remember. I was like, now it's like I don't even think I could remember. I don't even know your number by heart. Right, or, right. It's all saved on my phone, so if I lose it, I lose it. Yeah. So it's like it's just. It's yeah. Oh, just the moment when they were going to retrieve the number because they're trying to gather more information and before they go back into the past, and they want to talk to Akun. And so it's like, oh, let me go. The CD still have his phone number to see if it's changed. So, oh, this moment's so funny. He's like, you learn 
the type of person Akimichi uh, Takamichi becomes in the future is essentially because of his past, his past that he remembers and being constantly bullied and running away, abandoning everybody. I think and, he just the trauma just turned him into a shaman. Yeah, he, he ended up was to just being, I guess, in their culture. If you haven't heard of it, you know, it's called being a neat. And, and just total live inside his house, instant ramen, ramen package, doesn't even take the time to take garbage bags out. Everything's dirty. Oh, and yeah. So they bring him, he go, they go to an apartment and you just see how he was living. And then you kind of understand like why his future self looks so lanky, like malnourished and just worse than his past. Yeah. And like to, oh my god, that seeing his apartment made me cringe. <laughs> I would have, I would have acted like now though. Like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get, get out of here. I gotta get, get some masks, man. I gotta get some gloves. Oh, I want to start cleaning. That sock with the mushrooms growing out of it. Oh, uh, you, you know, like, yeah, you know what that sock was used for. <laughs> there was some organic material in there, bro. That those. That, that fungus, fungus doesn't grow off your feet wet. That <laughs> uh, we you know, know what he was do. doing. <laughs> but yeah, oh, but yeah, one day, yeah. So, but you know, that's that's, that's the story. story. You know, we we find them meeting up with Akun. He ended, ended up answering the old number, and man, this is this is where it it starts off real light. You know, you know the, the, the entrance, entrance to reuniting with his friend from twelve years ago. Yeah, I think he's in a good position, man. He runs a, he runs a gentleman's club. Yeah, or a host club. You know, when, when we, we say gentleman hosts club, club, um, it's, it's exactly, exactly what you might uh, assume what it is based off of other cultures' um, practices. Yeah, but, you know, you know it's, it's it's more or less, or less a uh, brothel, I would say. Maybe, maybe a little more gentlemanly. I just think enjoying, enjoying the company, company of other ladies. ladies. It's more high class. I think it's not really a brothel per se. Run by the Yakuza? I don't know. At least that's not what it seems. I think what it is is it's like they're they higher. Have to service it. They have. I mean, probably if you pay the premium, but you know, yeah. The VIP treatment, but just on first glance, it's just like any other like host club or maid cafe type of things. Like you're just paying for the girls' company, and they're just gonna constantly give you drinks and let you let you have a good time. And yeah. if you want to bring it further than there? I don't know if they offer that service. <laughs> we may or may not. <laughs> but this is not one of those animes, so we're not gonna find out for sure. But so. But, but it was funny him being introduced to the host of the the building when he said that he was here to see the boss, Akun. Yeah, who the f are you? Yeah, he, he totally, totally belittled him. him. I mean, you look at, at the character, character though. Like, like, like you said, said he's, he's skinny, he's lanky, he kind of cheekbones are sunken in, in. Dirty hair, greasy, unkempt. Yeah, yeah. you would kind of. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't believe he was there to see the, the boss of this, of this, of this lavish, luxurious gentleman's club. 
Yeah, you 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 just looking at Takamichi, you wouldn't think he would be able to even afford to go into that club. He came in and just like, like some gym shorts, a t-shirt, you know. Yeah, yeah. you're not, not here to see the boss. boss. But, but then, then, you know, he, he calls, calls out and, and finds out. Oh, good sir, if I knew you were the boss's friend, I would have treated you completely different. It's <laughs> <laughs> like knocking me or what? <laughs> but... He does, he does meet up, up with Akun, and uh, things do take for a serious turn. Yeah, this the initial reunitement is like they haven't seen each other in like ten years, or yeah. but Akun said ten years, but he's been traveling twelve years into the past. Dun dun dun. Right. So, so that leaves a two-year gap where. We don't know what happened between the 10 years they said they haven't seen each other and the 12 years he's been time traveling. So that leaves a two-year difference of history happened that Takamichi main character, I think, he had to have forgotten about or because he's in his time loop, he hasn't had time to quote-unquote write. Or process. You know, because... We, we do, do know that he ended up as a shut-in. But what traumatic event happened to turn him into, into shut-in? Because all we have seen is him traveling back to the, to the past. He gets in a fight, fight with Tomen, and then meets Mikey-kun. Mikey-kun's best character, not because of his name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, they, they share the same name. Um that's, that's that's funny. I love, I love it when they when they uh, have a J or something like that in in, in, in anime, anime I'm enjoying. But you know, it it just leaves a lot of points of interest of where the story can go because we find out dun, 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 the person that pushed Takamichi on the train tracks that day. Was inadvertently Akun, yeah, his best friend the, from the past. Akun's the one who meant to kill Takamichi right off the bat in the first episode. Like the first episode, you just see him; he's like living his life, living his life, and he's like, "This, this is the event, event that where he traveled twelve years in the, in the past. past." Yeah, it's like. But it's like his normal life before he went back into the past and changed who he is, in which Naoto actually recognizes, like, oh, you seem to have a little bit more confidence than you did when we first met. Yeah. yeah. Because, because he, he had, had to, to go, go through, through, you know, a lot, lot of pain and struggle to get, get back to the future again, again which comedically was ha- uh, happened. <laughs> <laughs> fight such hands, hands with each other. other. Yeah, I think it was like the second episode where he tried to confirm, like, like holding hands with Naoto, touching, essentially shaking hands with Naoto, not holding hands. Um, that's the trigger. That's the trigger to transport him back and forth. Yeah. But is that the only trigger? We don't know. Because Akun in this episode, after telling him he pushed him, all of a sudden, Naoto just comes out and saves him. Like, he knew this was going to happen. Yeah, and so this leads Akun to 
you know, he, he had, had to theorize. theorize. There's, There's no, no way somebody could have been there in time to save Takamichi from that train. And he knew that he timed it. He timed it just right that it would he would fall right in front of the train. Yeah, and, and there was not, not enough time for some bystander to reach down and be like, hey, get, get it back up here. Yeah, and then the simple fact that the same person that saved him, Naoto, came into the club to go see him. And happens to be the little brother of Hina, his girlfriend. Yeah. And he's a, he's a cop. He knows he's a cop. There's yeah. a Tokimanji game. He tells him that's their business to know other people's business. And, and dude, it's, it's just crazy. crazy. He he confessed to Takamichi that he's the one that killed him, even though he had such faith in him as a friend that he had he held him in such a regard and, and put him up, up basically this episode. You put him on this pedestal. Like you're the ideal friend sacrifices himself for his others. Well, what do they call him? The crybaby hero. Uh, Takamichi. Yeah. yeah, he's a crybaby hero. But before we give it, like, talk about the biggest what the f moment in that episode, like, essentially Takamichi and Natsu go there to talk to Akun to get more information about Mikey. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's the ultimate goal. goal. Because oh. Takamichi met Mikey in the past, and Mikey in the future that all the police records and all the information they have is like it's not it's not it's night and day they're two different people the police look at mikey coon like he's the worst of the worst he could be uh pablo escobar from from mexico you know he's he's vile they don't like him they say that he's so he's so wild that the police can't control him yeah but then when you meet him in, in the past, like, he has morals. He is, like, even though he's a delinquent, he has... He's a good guy. He, yeah, he's a good guy. In he, he, ha- he does things for the right reasons. Like, he said it in, yeah, in third episode, he said it himself. He's like, we may be delinquents, but we solve our own problems within our own community, and we don't get anybody else involved. Right, and so it's like you have he a, says they clean up after themselves. Yeah. So what's the problem? Being and acting the way they want. And so it's like, what changed in Mikey's life or his personality to make him go a complete one eighty? Then Akun in this in this episode, episode four confirms it that his best friend Drakan was it Drakan? Drakan. Yeah, Drakan. Yeah, that's. Something happens and he dies. Yeah. And that event changed Mikey forever. Yeah, Nakun said that he wasn't supposed to die, but he still did it. And from that point forward, he said Mikey changed. He said that he's a different person. He's he's ruthless pretty much. Yeah, so it's like now we're gonna figure out like why how Draken died and like how can Takamichi go back in that past. To prevent Draken's death, Hina's death, and prevent Akun from killing himself. Yeah. So, leading up to this whole conversation, we you kind of you kind of watch the play out of the tone 
and it's, it's gradually, gradually getting to the climactic moment where, you know, Takamichi can't believe that Akun was the one that pushed him onto the tracks that day. But, you know, he goes on to tell him that you're the primary hero and that he's always looked up to Takamichi about how, even though he would cry, he would still stand his ground. And, you know, I think that he, he, couldn't, he couldn't live with the guilt because we find out that there are people even above Akun who are pulling the strings. And that leads to this, this guy that um, Naoto is looking for. He's the head of the Tokyo Manji gang. The second head. Yeah. Uh, that's... Um, What's, What's his, his name? name? I forgot, I forgot. His, his name. Yeah, I can't drawing a blank on me. The boss with the, the glasses. Yeah, Mikey and him. I can't remember. Kisaki. Yeah, Kis- I think yeah, Kisaki. Yeah. yeah. So, they're, they're the so, two heads of the Tokyo Manjin gang in the future. You wouldn't believe Mikey's the one, one of the two heads of the Tokyo Manjin gang because when they were in the past, past like we said, he's he's, he's a really, really good-hearted person. person. And you can't believe that the police in the future, along with Naoto, think he's such... Naoto said that he would strangle him with his own two hands if he could. He'd kill him. Yeah. And and this is somebody who, in episode two, episode three, we actually kind of grew towards. We were like, yeah, he's actually a really decent dude. Dude, him and Drakon... Became my two favorite characters on episode three. Yeah, yeah it, it, it makes it makes it hard for me to even believe that Mikey took a turn. But, but you know, kind of just hearing what happened with Rock and Steph, you know, how, how close those two were, you could, could see where he would go down, down the wrong path. path. And so, so this, this leads in to say that Akun actually falls under the tree of the Kasaki guy. Who's the, the other leader of the of the, the Tokyo Manji, and, and he fears him with his own life. He, he, he never even questioned the dude's orders. And we, I mean, the assumption's easy to say that he's the one that gave the orders to kill Takamichi, push him on the tracks. And I think that guilt of instead of standing up for his friends and sacrificing himself for his friends, and then Takamichi saying that. On, on the rooftop, rooftop that, that night, that, that was just the trigger. trigger. He was already having a hard time dealing with the guilt. guilt. And then Takamichi comes up there and, and just spills all this good faith. faith. You know, he, he, he looked at Akun with such a, a rapport. You know, he just, he just pushed the right button and he stepped up on the edge. Has, has a couple, couple more words about how how, how much he respected Takamichi and that he hopes and putting all of his he's basically, basically putting his will on Takamichi and say like, like look, look you gotta, you gotta save, save us all. So yeah, but so I think guilt is part of it, but I also believe like in his mind that Takamichi is able to go back into the past and change things. Yeah, and I mean, so I think he's convinced, convinced as well. Yeah, he's convinced. So that 
with all that, I think that's what kind of led to Akun ultimately jumping off that roof of that building and there was something sly there that makes me agree with the fact that he's convinced that Takamichi can time travel because of the way he answered how many years has it been since we've seen each other and Takamichi answered with yeah, I guess you would think it's been about 10 years because he's traveled back in the past and actually to him it was like yesterday I saw you yesterday but he, then, then he says, says that, that I think Akun picked up on that, which convinced him that he's traveling in the in the past. Yeah, but uh, the end with like Takumi sitting on the stairs at the fire escape, please. Wanting to question him, find out what's going on, what's his involvement? Did he do anything? The breakdown. The breakdown. Break, yeah, his break. Yeah, his his breakdown is just. I have to go back. I have to go back and save everybody. Yeah. I have to go this back. Is, it's, it's the, the beginning. beginning. It's, it's the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah, because he, you've, he's seen Akun's potential future. Yeah. He, even though he is a big shot. He owns a, a gentleman, a club, a nightclub, a gentleman club, a hostess club, whatever you want to call it. He's still the scared young adolescent kid he was in the past. Yeah, he never grew up. He just, I think, like you, you kind of pointed out off air, because Takamichi was friends with Mikey, it also kind of Takamichi's friends kind of go along with him and they got more recognition which made him get into the upper echelon of Toman's gang. Yeah. Which got him in that position. But like he said, is money can't buy everything. You know, he has all that. But he doesn't have, you know, the pleasures of just life. He can't live with, with the, the security, security of knowing that, that his life can be ended by this person above him. Yeah, at any time, just on a whim. Because he, he messes uh, up a, a drop-off. Drop you know, the boss, boss is like, like all right. Yeah, it's... You could just see when... You could just even see it on his face when they're talking on the roof. You could just see, like, the despair on Akun's face. And then... When he I kind of felt, felt like Akun looked a little unhealthy himself. Yeah. If you look at the picture they found of him, that the police had, of him being a part of the upper echelon, he had like a frowned out, kind of kind of stylish looking hair. He had the tats like a Yakuza, had a, had a, a cigarette hanging out his lip, you know, had the shades on, looking like a real delinquent, like a real thug. I think the reason why he kind of took a turn is because what he had to do. Yeah, after, after you know, quote-unquote, killing Takamichi. Because in the timeline, so... This Takamichi, is a really messed up timeline. Yeah, so... I'll, I'll warn you guys now, listening, you haven't watched it yet. I don't know why you're still listening. There's a lot of spoilers. But the timeline is... 
I think it's because it's the beginning of the show. I think you'll start understanding a little bit more. It's a lot to grasp at first because they are jumping back and forth. And me personally, I've always had issues with following a story that goes back and forth between time time frames or time zones, whatever you want to call it. Well, I kind of I have an easier time following timelines. You know, I watch Black and Future so many times, so it kind of helps. <laughs> but no, so, so what I what I'm theorizing is that in the current future timeline, so after Akun pushes Takamichi to the train and Naoto saves him, Naoto and Takamichi spent two weeks just cramming information into Takamichi's brain about. About the Tokyo Mountain, no, about the, yeah. this, about the Tokyo Mountain game, and then Takamichi went back into the past for four days before he went back to the future. So you got about three weeks that's happened since Akun pushed Takamichi, and in that three weeks, I think Akun just personally in this entire time frame. Having to push and kill his best friend, and essentially, in the eyes of the Yakuza heads, he failed because Takamichi survived. He would he lived, and I just think he owns a club and he just drowned himself in alcohol. Yeah, he looked like he's. Like he looks like, and and a typical anime character that's a, that's an alcoholic. Yeah, like, yeah his eyes are sunken in. You know, he's kind of the pupils in his eyes kind of look empty. You know, they didn't look like full of life. I know that's kind of hard to draw or even see, but I kind of pick up on subtle things like that. Yeah, you kind of get the feel, but then you when Akun turned around and told. Takamichi at, on the roof is like, you're our crybaby hero. You could kind of like, for a split second, right before he jumped, you see the life go back. He was happy. He was, yeah, you see, yeah, this joy back that he hasn't had. And like, you could just tell for years. That, that smile where he had the tears come out the corner of his eyes and he looked back over his shoulder and he said that. Like, it was genuine. That was a genuine smile. It was, it was a genuine, genuine I, believe I believe in you. You're, you're going, going to save us. And he leaped off that. No hesitation. Face first. Dude. <laughs> it's kind of dark to laugh about, but, you know, he did. He just, he just jumped down and he ended his life. life. And, and at the end of the episode, we see the leader, leader of the Tokyo Magic gang. He was around the corner. corner. He was driving. Oh, it makes you wonder how much he's heard. I think he was there the whole time. I think he heard the whole conversation. Oh, do you think Akon told him about his theory? No. We don't know. But I think he heard all of it. I think he was there the whole time. The whole Akon like accusing, I guess. Accusing. Or, or uh, 
insinuating, I guess, I guess is the better term, term yeah. that Takamichi knew or, or could travel, travel back, back in the past. past. I, think I think from, from that, that point forward, I think it hurt all. all. Oh, yeah. Well, it hasn't been confirmed, but I think we're going to start to see the future being overlapped with the past and the past being overlapped with the future. I think it's going to get a lot more convoluted. It's It's going to be interesting because because, like like what you pointed pointed out out in the intro with with the scar. Yeah, at some point, if you watch the anime intros, like at some point, Takamichi has a scar on his left hand on the front and backside. So at some point, he's going to block a knife with his left hand. At some point, and as you know, if you watch the episodes, that scar is not there right now. In the, in the future, future version of him that we've seen twice now, in the first episode, in the second, in the fourth episode, there's no scar there. But, but there is an obvious scar. He, he looks at it front and back in the intro. intro. It, it's, that's that's a knife wound. That's a knife wound. Yeah, either we don't know how, it's like, did he block the knife from stabbing Draken? Did he prevent Akun from stabbing? Uh, this is a delinquent world. He's going to have, have to fight his way up to find out information on this Hisaki guy and why Mikey went, went dark. Well, we know why Mikey went dark. Well, but what, how dark he went. You know, why is he continuing to do these things? Because he's supposedly the killer of Hina. That's, That's what, what Alta says. says. He, he says, says that, that Mikey's the one that basically drove the van or the truck or whatever, or the truck or whatever it was, and, and killed his sister and all, all of the, the people in the department store. Yeah, we there's still a lot of questions and like I can't wait for the next episodes and the, the next, next one's going to be good. good. I, I think there's going to be a lot of story set up though. though. But, but there's, there's so, so many, many more questions. questions. This, this episode threw me through a loop. Yeah, both character development. Uh, oh, I'm just so glad they just like they didn't forget about the main character. Oh, what's his name? Takamichi. Yeah, Takamichi's his friends, his essentially his childhood family to say his nakama is like people he grew up with and like. I think, I think we're, we're slowly going to see their future versions and how his actions is going to affect them as well. And I hope there's more episodes to develop like their, them more than it is now. Yeah. Because this episode was just, I think, a really big development arc. I think it's just, it's just the, it's the beginning. I think this is the perfect spot for them to really start digging into the story. And really, really getting some, some good track, track work on where, where we're going with the plot, plot you know? know? Yeah. Because, like, he's, he's going to want to save all his friends now. Including Draken, including Mikey, because he now considers them friends. Yeah, yeah no, no, there's no, no doubt. doubt. Those, Those are legit, legit friends. friends. He not accepted, accepted them. them. Yeah. You know? So, that's... It's going to be interesting... interesting. But, but I, I think, think that's, that's all we got to discuss about this week's, week's episode. episode. Um, 
for next, next week. week we'll be, we'll be back, back talk, talk about Tokyo, Tokyo Revengers for sure, sure. Maybe, maybe a couple, couple more, more shows, shows. We'll, we'll, we'll see what we, we got in the bucket. bucket yeah the only other thing that got me super intrigued is to your eternity yes and yeah we do an episode on that yeah we yeah just that last episode yeah, yeah, so, so look, look forward, forward to that, that guys. Um, um, definitely, definitely to your infinity. To your infinity. It's, it's definitely a good one. Um, um, there's, there's definitely other shows that we like. Um, we're, we're going to be doing, doing episodes on. So, so what? what? I'm, I'm a spider. So what? Oh, that's a great one. Oh, I'm so, I wish we were starting to record it early because I, my call on timelines and everything like that was so on point and I yeah, loved it. So. This, this is, a, this is, is one, one of those, those, those series, series we're talking, talking about, about where we kind of theorized three craft, and Mikey was, was on point on this one. one. He, he called it basically an episode before they dropped it, the explanation and behind. If, if you haven't, haven't seen, seen it, um, we'll, we'll talk, talk about it in a future, future episode, but he called it. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to do this for That's for a future episode, but... Definitely, Definitely, it's, it's one, one of those, those, those ones, ones we are excited about. about. So stay, stay tuned, tuned for those. Yes, and 45 minutes, man. Yeah, just on one episode of Tokyo Adventures. Yeah, so, so we look forward, forward to more content, content guys. Appreciate, appreciate you guys being here. Well, until next time. Fresh out of Isekai. Fresh out of Isekai. I'm Jay. Mikey. Catch you guys later. <laughs>